0: What's up, what's up, what's up? Move with it. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. What's up? What's up, beautiful people? How is everybody doing? Hopefully, everybody's been well since the last time we spoke. This is your boy, your host, T.W. Sucks, sending you all types of mad love and dope vibes. You are now listening to the one and the only Tommy Talk Show. And the crowd goes wild (laughs) What's up beautiful people, hopefully you all are well Welcome to another episode of the Tommy Talk Show We have an awesome show lined up for you all It's going to be an amazing show Today's topic is uh, aliens living among us A conversation with brilliant creatives I'll say that topic again It's aliens living among us a conversation with brilliant creatives and um as a creative myself I usually felt especially growing up I usually felt uh misunderstood um I always didn't fit in because especially growing up in Philadelphia uh all the boys all you played was either basketball or football I wasn't in either one of those sports you know I was always into drawing into painting um I was into singing and those types of things and, and acting and whatnot but there weren't many outlets there so um It left me trying to figure out, Okay, so where do I fit in in this world? Um, So we're going to have a conversation with some brilliant creatives who I see as aliens. You know, um, people who are alien in their thinking, just some people who just seem otherworldly, especially as it pertains to creativity. So with us today, we're going to have Don Christian Jones and we're also going to have Will Toms. Uh, You do not want to miss this conversation. But before we hop in. I want to do some birthday shout outs uh, so I so what we're gonna do first is we're gonna do some celebrity birthday shout outs I, I'm always interested in seeing whose birthdays in which month so we have um, for the month of April we have R. W. Shambock. So anybody who knows anything about R. W. Shambock, you know that he is one of the pillars in the Christian faith, and he was um, a well-known healer and a miracle worker. Uh, we also have Eddie Murphy, who has a birthday in uh, in April. Um, we have somebody who I really, 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 really look up to, and that is Pharrell Williams. One day I hope to meet this guy and just shake his hand. Um, his birthday is April in April fifth and Guess what? Pharrell is going to be, I think, 50 years old. This man is I know. Right. (laughs) This man is so iconic and he still looks like he's in his 20s. I don't know how he does it. Um, The first thing that came to my mind was coming to America. Juices and Betty's. Um, (laughs) But um, somebody else who we have uh, a a bird who has a birthday in April is Martin Lawrence but I am wearing, some of you can't see it, uh, but right now I am wearing my orange sweatshirt that has a line on it. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Lincoln University uh, was, uh, I believe, formed and was founded in April. All right. So happy birthday, Lincoln University. That is my alma mater. I did graduate. I did do my undergraduate study uh, from Lincoln University. All right. So uh, happy birthday, Lincoln, and happy birthday to all those uh, celebrities and A-listers and uh, stay tuned for the show. You do not want to miss it. Talk to you soon. Welcome back to the Tommy Talk Show. Hopefully everybody is doing very, very, very well in that you're letting your light and your joy and your passion and your beauty shine as brightly as possible. Listen, today's conversation, if you're just joining us, is Aliens Living Among Us, a conversation with brilliant creatives. Again, I'll say that one more time. Aliens Living Among Us, a conversation with brilliant creatives. And we're having this conversation because usually creative people, creative spirits are very, very hard to understand, and sometimes it's hard for them to find their place, their rhythm, and their path in the world. And today, I have two amazing folks with me. The first person that I have with me today is the one and only creator, rap artist, singer, founder of the nonprofit Public Assistance, and he's also doing some stuff with the politics of mourning, Don Christian Jones. What's up, Don? How you doing, man?
1: What's up, Tommy? Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. How you feeling today, bro?
1: Doing okay. Still hanging in here.
0: So okay, that's that's a good start. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. It's um a little cloudy here. We're um we're in uh, in Pennsylvania right now. How's the weather out there where you are?
1: I am in Jersey right now,
0: and it is it's the same. It's very gray out. Got you. Rainy. Got you. Got you. Got you. Let me ask you a question real quick. Do you find that the um that the weather plays and this wasn't even on the um on, on, on my list right here, but I just want to cross the street real quick. Do you do you find that uh, the weather outside plays into how creative you are or are you just kind of like creative, you know, hey, it's, it's sunny outside. I feel more of this or it's rainy outside and I feel less of that. Like, how does that work with your creative process?
1: You know, that that's a great question. I think, sure, assuredly, weather plays a huge role in, I think, my creative mode. And I, I think I, I'm more uh, efficient and probably prolific in the warmth and in the sun. Got you, got <laughs> yeah. you, got, got something, you. You know, something about a rainy, cloudy day that makes you just want to curl up late and, you know, keep it yeah. real chill
0: yeah yeah that's true one of my um a, a a friend of mine he says um he's always like uh i hate it when when you know how in the winter time when it gets um darker sooner um mm-hmm. he talks about how it, how that even plays with his mental health because it's so dark sure. so soon so when he's inside the office building for so long when he finally gets out when he comes in, it's dark, when he it leaves, it's dark, So, of, kind of. So I just wanted to know if there was any correlation for you as well as a creative, because the same thing applies to me as well in reference to creativity.
1: Definitely. And, like, yeah, I think seasonal depression, as it's been named clinically, is very mm-hmm. real. And and it can affect spirit, matters of spirit um, yeah. immensely. But, but, you know, there are waves in which, you know, I can be really juiced in the winter too it's just like a different mode you know maybe working through a different medium or something but i think yeah. it's it's easier to like be inside and working on music or producing making beats on days like this
0: got you got you got you got you um so you have a very unique perspective on the world perspective on life um and you manifest that creatively um, in such unique ways and such and so many unique platforms that a lot of people are not thinking that and doing that. Has that always been Don Christian or is that something that you have, you know, um, evolved into over the years? Because mm-hmm. su- it's such a bold you have such a bold stance and such a. um energizing and bold stance when it comes to creativity has that always been don christian
1: well thanks for saying all that first of all but um i think uh and another great question i think it's it's again like a mode that i've grown into i like this this idea of modes and modality but like something that has um i've grown into as a means of kind of reconciling and rationalizing all of my interests Mm-hmm. and all of the mediums and materials that I, I I want to work through. And I think in the beginning, especially when I was still in school, prior to even saying, I want to be an artist out loud, um, trying to make sense of all these different interests was really daunting. Mm-hmm. And I think the world we live in, the society, often will tell us, you know, this is, you know, you got to find one thing and be great at it, or stick yeah. on that and like practice that. Yeah. Um. But I think that's a little antithetical to a lot of our personhoods. I think so many of us have like ADHD with regard to living style, and like yeah. I, I go in and out. So, um, being able to embrace all of these things that I love once and for all and find ways to do them all at once has been actually really wonderful for
0: me. Wow. Wow. It all—it also sounds like, um, if I, if I may use this word, it also sounds like a bit freeing um, as well, especially because when I, when, <clears throat> why you were, excuse me, why you, why you, you use the gesture um, of like, kind of like this box right here, um, in reference to how, um, how society can make us feel as creatives. Um, but, uh, it sounds like you're like out of your box now, you know, and that you're, Mm. and that you're freer to do what's authentic for Mm. you. So I think that's, Mm. that's awesome, man. You mentioned something about your journey and you said, um, you had, um, a number of interests, um, and how it was a bit daunting to navigate, or even find the intersection between all Mm -hmm. of them. Um, What was, talk to me about that daunting part of your journey, because, you know, like the topic is aliens living among us. So to me, it sounds like you felt like a bit of an alien, maybe like trying to figure that out, because a lot of people may not have that same struggle. Most people who are Mm -hmm. not, I think everybody's creative to some extent, but people who, but I think creativity also has, is also a spectrum. Mm -hmm. and um and people who may not be on where be where you are in that spectrum um they may not have had to do that type of soul searching or have that daunting part of their journey so what was that daunting part of your journey like and Mm -hmm. how did you navigate through it
1: so layers to that question um I think you know so many of us are lucky enough to stumble upon or find or excavate like what brings us Im- immense joy and sometimes at young age or sometimes in the middle of our lives and I think I was so fortunate enough to realize like I loved drawing and I loved painting early mm-hmm. on and I loved dancing and I loved singing and I loved music early on mm-hmm. um and and then it became this matter again of reconciling how do i do all these things at once because the world will tell you well if if you really want to sing then you need to study singing if you really want to paint then you need to go to art school and then you also got people that really don't believe in the arts or expressive uh you know work as like a career um so i think just that challenge alone of like believing in myself or having people around me that encouraged me and said you can do that you can make art a career um uh and so i'd say in the last decade or so it's been a matter of like figuring out the the connectivity and these points of relativity between painting and between uh performance and music and how all these things can coalesce into a more holistic uh vision um and it's been like you said freeing totally freeing to kind of try it escape the confines of, of those boxes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It almost sounds also um, not just freeing, but it almost sounds a bit defiant too. (laughs) One of my, um, one of my favorite words uh, lately has been disruptive or, or being a disruptor. And I feel Mm -hmm. that even in this world, I feel that some things can be so status quo and so boxed in that every once in a while you need um, a, a, a world changer, a thought leader, a trailblazer, a creative to come along and say, eh, I'm going to go ahead and shake this up. Even if we think about um, Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech, it's not it's not a speech. It's a work of art. It is yes. it it is a literary work of art that changed the world that still ripples in time and eternity even now. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah, you, you got some uh, you got some rebel in you, man. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the, the disruptor,
1: disrupting, um, undoing. Um,
0: Talk even, to me more about undoing.
1: I, so it's kind of a motto or something I've been trying to live by. And um, I think abounds in my work, especially in the work of public assistance, which is this collective that I helped found and uh, mm-hmm. is uh, undoing, res- undoing respectability politics, um, undoing these kind of societal um, boxes, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, these frameworks that have been imposed on us by our colonizers, you know, mm-hmm. um, that really are rooted in, in my mind, in misogynoir, anti-blackness, mm-hmm. white supremacy, um, and patriarchy. So I am entirely inspired by other disruptors, by people that antagonize these systems of disenfranchisement wow. Yeah. Um, and question, obviously, and I strive to live through a live and work through a critical pedagogy so not approach things or subjects or 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 organize uh as if i already know the answers wow. but rather like enter space with people with um community and ask yeah. questions wow you ask questions together and you come to some collective answers together um feels like a more a more beautiful fruitful nourishing uh careful approach to learning and creating yeah um yeah, so I I don't even know how, what what you're
0: asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. No, th- no, that was excellent. We were talking about the um you used the word undoing and we were talking uh, about uh yeah yeah yeah, that's that's excellent. That's excellent. And and I agree that there are a lot of uh systems that have been that have been put in place that um need to be undone. And I love the approach that you have where you say that one of the ways that you undo some of these systems is by um not approaching it as if you already have an answer, excuse me, but you're going in, um, holding, holding it softly, um, with the, with Mm -hmm. a group and willing to do the exploration process, you know, it's Mm -hmm. almost like, um, almost like a, like a scientist goes in with a hypothesis that could be proven wrong, could be proven right, you know, but we're going to be present for the experiment to see what happens and to see what the outcome will be. So that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. And the fact that you have community to do that, which takes me over into um... – public assistance, right? Cause it sounds like um so so tell us a little bit about public assistance. We know that it's a nonprofit that you co found that that um, that leverages creativity and and brings together creative people um to address a lot of the things that's going on in this world. But t- tell us mm-hmm. more about um public assistance and and all the goodness that y'all are doing right now.
1: Sure. Well I mean we ca- we founded formally in 2020 really at the height of all the protests and um the height of covid um and we really began as a mutual aid network um just gathering in urgent times to create protest media banner signs uh sets for protests in all those actions in new york um Mm -hmm. and then also just feed each other you know uh we erect we started erecting raised beds and growing produce and we had a community fridge. Um, and from there we just really uh, grew so quick um, into a community design lab um, that really is founded in uh, art collaborative art making. So we're trying to address like our hyper local um, community issues or challenges through collaborative art making and design and um, media, commercial media, almost like as a counter form of propaganda at this. Point. Wow. Uh, um, yeah, with mutual aid at, at its core, so like never um, working to provide services and social service and projects and program to community for free, while also having style and making art and, and, um, income and paying each other and producing the work we want to make really but like creating the table we want to sit at rather than waiting to be invited.
0: Wow. 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 Thank you. First of all, for sharing that. Second of all, thank you and your team for being brave enough to do something like that. Um, Let me ask you a question. Um, Do you feel that there are, that there's enough, do you feel that there are enough platforms for creative communities to come together? Mm -hmm. Um, I know that you have some here and there, here and there, but do you feel that, that there are enough platforms, and that the platforms that exist are they doing what they're supposed to be doing to hold this um, unique breed of people?
1: Hmm, it's a great question, and I think there's there'll never be enough. Yeah, I think this is kind of like a an area in which like oversaturation doesn't exist. Yeah, same with like same with like uh like four season farming and like urban permaculture, like there's just like, there's, there's some things that we can't get enough of. Yeah. Um, And I think uh, so. And I but I also to that point, I think there are ways in which we can strengthen the networks, uh, provide greater transparency between these like collective grassroots orgs. uh, so that we all are kind of on the same page. The yeah. farms upstate and elsewhere. How we can get fresh produce to food deserts in, in inner cities and do food distribution and and bike repair and social service while also like cr- like seeking joy together. But just yeah. being prepared. Uh, um, communicative amongst one another about what we all have going on. Uh, promoting one another's projects and work. And showing up for each other so that these Mm -hmm. networks are like really founded and
0: connected. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It it taught what you just uh, said um, makes me think about what you just said uh, a few uh, a few moments ago about the importance of um, having that community to ask those questions to address the things Mm. that we see, because as we're things that we're seeing going on in our society, because as we're addressing things going on in our society, us coming together as a creative community also helps address things that's going on within the community itself. Um, Mm. so yeah, that's awesome. Don, thank you so much for your time, brother. I really appreciate it. Um, do you have any, um, projects that you're working on right now or anything that you're coming up that you want to share with the people that we can support and show love for? Uh thank thank you, Tommy.
1: Um, well, right now we are really like uh we are locked in renovating our new brick and mortar storefront in Bedstuy. It's really awesome. SSF. Yeah, so the new public assistance outpost it'll be called Personality Cleaners. It's an old dry cleaners, mm-hmm. um, and we're in the front of house we're gonna have a radio room, uh, from which we'll have a radio server, much like what you're doing, and be able to broadcast twenty four seven for community. Wow. Back of house will have a full fabrication studio with textile machines, embroidery machines, 3D printers, digital lab, tech lab, and that will be up and running for the community uh, for a full running print shop. If you need, you ever need to make zines, posters, flyers, uh, we'll, we'll be your
0: we'll be your hub. Wow! So, how can so let me ask you one more question? How can How can we support that work? For somebody who's listening and they're like, oh my goodness, I want to connect. Not only do I want to connect with Don and public assistance, but I also want to support monetarily. How can people support monetarily and how can people connect with you and public assistance?
1: Great question. We we got an up and running uh, GoFundMe for our renovation campaign um, Mm -hmm. right now. But more than anything, just the, the support of following us and signing up for our newsletter if you follow us on Instagram, that's the best way because it's really like the narrative and the images are just really exhilarating. So that's Public Assistance uh, on Instagram. And assistance is spelled like personal assistance, it's a double entendre, like a play on government aid. And then you can go to our website and sign up for our newsletter at publicassistance.org. Um, and you can follow my personal Instagram,
0: Don Christian Jones. Awesome. Don, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Everybody stay tuned. We will be right back. Thank you so much, Tommy. Yes, sir. What's up, beautiful people? If you were uh, in the room with us uh, or just dialing in, uh, you would have heard an awesome uh, conversation that I just had with Don Christian Jones about um, aliens living among us. And if you're just now tuning in, we are having a conversation uh, about aliens living among us, a conversation with brilliant creatives. And so uh, what I have done is I'm, br- I'm bringing on two creatives because these are two um Amazing gentlemen who I feel um, are aliens and who I feel that they can best speak to that experience and what that is like. And right before me, I have the co-founder and visionary of Rec Philly, author of Uncommon Sense, Your Strategy Guide to Creative uh, Freedom, thought leader, trailblazer and mentor Will Toms. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? What's up, Tommy? Man, I'm
2: feeling good, bro. It's a blessing to be here with you. How you?
0: Hey, man, I'm doing amazing, bro. It is so awesome to have you on the show. I know it's a bit of a stalker, but I had to have you on the show, man. I had to have you on the show. Come on,
2: man. That's what's up. I appreciate you thinking of me.
0: (laughs) Yes, sir. And right before we hop in, uh, uh, Will, me, and... um, and and Pelzer, my producer, uh, we were talk, we had this awesome conversation around Poke Bowls. So I don't know if anybody <laughs> out there has had a Poke Bowl uh, just yet, yeah, but make sure y'all get it. And I know, and, and Pelzer was like, well, what is, a, what is a Poke Bowl? Sorry to put you out there, Pelzer. But uh, for, uh, for, uh, for some people who, who know what it is, you know what it is. But for some of you who don't, you don't. So, Will, what did you have in your Poke Bowl today, man? Listen, man, I, I I didn't I didn't come on here to think I would be
2: positioned as the poke expert, but uh, but I but I'd be eating good, I be eating good, man. I had that that fresh salmon, that fresh tuna. You know what I'm saying? Over oh. rice with,
0: with the arugula, the mixed greens,
2: the yes, cabbage, sir. man, all the right things in the poke bowl,
0: bro. Oh, man, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So, y'all, if y'all, ha- if y'all have never had a Poke Bowl, you can thank uh, Will and I later. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> right.
2: Get your life right. Eat Get good. your life Eat right.
0: Get your well, life now. right. <laughs> so, listen, uh, we're going to hop right on into this conversation. And so I want to ask you a question. I wasn't able to ask Don this question, but I want to ask. I think I did. But I want to ask you this question as well. Well, have you ever felt like an alien because you are creative? And many people, and, and I feel, and you know, I feel that entrepreneurs, are like the epitome of creative people. And I also feel that they are in many cases seen as aliens because they have concepts and ideas that many people can't see because creatives, entrepreneurs, um, thought leaders, there's they're so forward thinking that um that most people aren't on that page just yet. So have you ever yep. felt like an alien as a creative or as an entrepreneur? And people were just like, I don't know what he's talking about.
2: Bruh man. My life experience is is one of feeling like an alien, just as a human, right? Wow. Like, um, I've always I've always been that you know I'm from where I'm from, right? I'm from Philly, right, yes, town. So yep. like I've always had that experience of being from Philly, and then at one point you know I moved, um, you know to to the burbs to do high school. So like yeah. I've always known what it feels like to be too hood for the artsy kids be too wow. artsy for the hood kids yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah. you know I'm, I'm with my folks but i speak in a certain way so they be wow. they, they look they look they look at me sideways at first <laughs> right like um so yeah man i i know i know what that feels like to be other you know and i think wow. the beauty in that um is it helped me really early appreciate my differences right wow. and um as a as a visionary right of of my business and even just in the way I live my life, um, it's important for me to be able to stand in that difference because the way I see the world, the things that I see to be possible, typically I'm, I'm the only one or one of few people who even see it, right? Wow. So when you so when you think about entrepreneurship, right, we're really yeah. just glorified problem solvers. Wow. So I think that I've, I've been given the gift of perspective, right, yeah. to say, okay, this is the reality of, of the norm of society. Hmm. but but what could it be? Right. Wow. And then, and then all I've really done with my business of, of rec, right. Is, mm-hmm. is imagine what could be possible and then design that reality in real time for yeah. others to step in and be like, Oh, the old wow. way the entertainment industry was kind of BS <laughs> for, real, yeah. for real, we could do yeah. it this way. Right. Yeah. Um, so that idea of feeling like an alien or feeling like other or feeling different, you know, has really informed who I am in, in my life's work. And, I've learned to really be, you know, my superpower in a way. And it's also allowed me to build empathy for folks in a way that um, allows me to really serve um, in a really authentic and um, thoughtful way. You know what
0: I mean? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, you said um, that you embraced, your, among the, the, the other things that you dropped, that you embraced your difference. You embraced those things that made you an alien. And it's so funny because I have a similar story. I'm from West Oak Lane, right? Okay. And, um, <clears throat> and for those of you who don't know, that is a, a spot in Philadelphia, okay? So um, one of the things that, that was uh unique for me was that when I was growing up, like in Philly, I grew up like in – the 80s, 90s, right? But during that time, all there was for young black boys was basketball and football. There was no other real creative outlet. So I didn't fit in with the the basketball and the football players because that just was never an interest. But there was really no other creative outlet. So there were times when I said like, all right now how I'm gonna figure this thing out. You know what I mean? And like kind of what you were saying, like just embracing that difference um that um that makes you uh the alien that you are. Let me ask you a question. Um because when you said um, uh, made you the servant, first of all, the fact that you use that word, bro, we don't hear that word enough, especially in entertainment, especially um, as creatives, because it's always like somebody trying to get above the other person. But when you bring yourself down low, that's when you really make an impact in the community. And I feel that's one right. of the ways you do that is um, at with the mentor as a mentor and as the um, and as the thought leader that you are when you're on these various channels and platforms, what is some of the advice that you give to young creators um, or young creatives who's really having a hard time navigating their identity, navigating um, where they want to go? They have an idea of, okay, well, I can do this, but I don't necessarily know where to go with it and then let's compact that with parents who aren't necessarily supportive because they Mm. may not know um they may not have that creative they may not be on that that part of the creative spectrum with their child so how do you navigate these young creatives these young aspirational geniuses through that part in that phase of their life
2: wow so so there, there's a lot to that question tommy you yeah. know you you, you you put a lot in there um, <laughs> look 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 man i think i think is this when i when I talk to young creatives um I think there's a, a few things that are really important to discuss right mm-hmm. I think the first one is and this might sound really like duh but it's like the first thing is you gotta know that you can wow. right and 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 that's like at the core of it all like I think a lot of us struggle with, um you know whether it's imposter syndrome or self-doubt or or it's like this this really um it's it's a limiting belief of yo do you actually think that all the visions you have that god gave you do you believe that they're possible and you specifically are capable of achieving them right and i think if we don't actually really take the time to like ask ourselves those questions and do that work whether it's you know in therapy, right, which is something I'm a big proponent of, or yeah. like you know in safe spaces with the homies, right, like you gotta really unpack all of our lived experience to a point where you can know yeah. that there's so much conditioning, right, that's put on us that's specifically designed for us, especially people who look like us, to yeah. not believe in in our value and what wow. we're capable of, right. So, so that's the first thing, and yeah. then the second thing, the second thing is like yo i challenge young creators all the time get incredibly clear Mm. on what you actually want like i think the most powerful i think the most powerful question anyone can ever ask themselves is like what do i really want yeah you know because sometimes we'd be moving around life and like put on this 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 mask of life just happens to us right but it's like come on man like we're we're creators made in the creator's image so like every single thing we see around us in this world was created by someone no smarter than we are. Yeah. Right. So like, if we know that, then it's like, yo, you can have whatever you want. Yeah. Right. But you got, yeah. but you got to know what it looks like. Right. Cause wow. once you have a really intention, then you can actually design a path wow. to actually obtain it. Right. But I think a lot of people, they, they hide in obscurity. Right. Meaning, Yo, if I'm vague enough about my goals, then I never actually have to sit with the fact that I either accomplished them or I, or I fell short, right? So so for example, uh, a lot of what that looks like in the beginning for a young creative, they'll be like, oh yeah, I just, I wanna make a lot of money, right? Yeah. And then I'd be like, Tommy, I'll, I'll say, oh, well, how much money do you wanna make? And they'll be like, well, I never really thought about that, right? Wow. Hey, I just wanna make enough money so I don't have to think about money, right? But even the the idea of actually setting a specific number, put wow. so much more power there but then the challenge on the flip side is then we hold ourselves accountable and say okay do my actions my thoughts my behaviors my network all these things align to actually set me up to get to that goal yeah right yeah so I think so I think it's first knowing that you can and then after that it's like yo be courageous enough to be clear and specific wow right wow because then when you put that out there I believe the universe can sp- conspires to help you obtain whatever the real desire of your heart is you know so it's that and then and then the third piece just to bring in the side um because you mentioned parenting right and almost Mm -hmm. like the role of maybe not having a supportive you know uh, parental unit and all that stuff um one of the best things I've ever done for myself bro is is really being specific and intentional about my environment and um Mm -hmm. when I say that like I didn't, I didn't choose the neighborhood I grew up in or the block I'm from and this and that. But like, what we do get to choose though, is who we decide to spend our time with. Yes, sir. I mean, that's your environment. We do get to decide, right? We do get to control what kind of media we consume, right? What's that, what's that media diet looking like? And I think that when, when you really understand the power of environment, you, you realize that like. No matter how big your goal is, you can think about the goal, and mm-hmm. then you can actually work backwards and say, "Well, am I designing my environment wow. such that it'll make it'll make this goal possible?" Right? For wow. example, yo, you you could say you want to get in shape, right? You could say you want to eat right. But if you got all the snacks in the crib, eventually the <laughs> willpower is going to get low, right? And you're going to be like, I'm hungry. Only, I only got junk, so I'm eating junk. Yeah. But if you're serious, yo, design your environment. All I got is healthy food. All I got is the poke in the crib, right? Yeah, like this yeah. and that. Um, and, it, and it just it, it makes it such a clearer path to what you want. So even uh-huh. if you don't have that, that support, you know, quote unquote, from your parents and things like that, yo get the right voices around you wow right and yeah. and, and be intentional about spending time there because there's the family we were given but there's also the the family we choose right wow so 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 i would say you know design your environment to make sure you have you know the right voices around you wow
0: will yo he broke it out he broke it down to like three Steps. And, I, and I was, paying, I was servant, right. <laughs> and I was paying, I was, right. It wasn't that I wasn't, it wasn't that I wasn't looking at you, bro. I was, oh, I was over here taking notes so I could, so I could tell the people, I, look, hashtag Listen, nuggets. Man. Listen, you, so y'all, for, for those of you who, who I'm going to do this recap because y'all needed to hear what Will just said, because what he said, if you were listening, could change your life could change your life he said number one know that you can know yeah. that you can so for whoever is listening whatever dream yeah. that is that you're sitting with whatever that thing is that you've been postponing or whatever that thing is you've been you know intentionally subconsciously delaying know that you can god right. is not giving you and a spirit of fear
2: you feel me and tommy let me just say this right just to make it plain like i'm only speaking this from experience right like yes, I'm not this guy who's just like hypothetically you can't no yeah. like i'm a kid i'm the kid from the hood bro like I'm a kid my pop doing a 30 to 60 right now bro wow. like i'm the son i'm the son of an addict bro so wow. like for me to come from where I come from bro and, and to have built a multi-million dollar business wow. bro like I, I'm the kid who grew up watching my mentors was on TV my mentors was puff <sighs> and russell Simmons now puff is my business partner right wow. so I'm just speaking from experience of like yo you could start from anywhere and decide where you want to be
0: Yes sir. That's the realest. Wow. You know? So I just wow. had to, I
2: just had to add that.
0: No, so, thank ahead. you. <laughs> thank you. Nah, you're good. Did y'all hear that? Did you hear the addition? Yo, listen, the thing that, that I took with me, um, that, that I'm really taking with me, even in and and honestly, will it's making me look at my own life is the part that um, we're being intentional about your environment. But you are the builder of your environment. You are the developer of your environment. What type of food do you have around you? You know, who are the people that's around you? I, and I want to say this, too. Wherever. God is getting ready to take many of us. We have to be careful about the people who I feel like this is confirmation for somebody. You have to be careful about the people who are around you. Because there are no neutral people, either you're feeding in your dream or they're not. There are no neutral people around you. Straight uh, up. Be careful about the people who are around you. And just like Will said, you can build your own environment. Even if it takes a little bit of time for the people to come. Just reserve the space don't just put somebody in there because there's a vacancy reserve the space into the right people the right mentor the right spouse the right wife the right um partner the right business partner the right whatever reserve that space until that person comes enough of just putting people in space just to be putting people in space you know what i mean um and i really feel led to to say this too um we're we don't have as much time as we think we have y'all we don't have as much time as we think we have. Um, this whole thing is about to wind down real soon. We don't have as much time as we think we have. And so th- so, so the, the things that we think that we have grace for, the things that we think we can continue to do or whatever, we, we got to start putting our hands around that stuff and really start moving forward. Whatever God has put in your spirit, whatever is in your heart, whatever is in your mind to do, he put it there for a reason. But do you believe that you can, like Will Tom said? And then can you start crafting your environment? Will, I'm sorry, man. You just had, bro. Bro. Oh, man. Man. Man, oh, man. Listen. Listen, bro. <laughs> One of, um, I was live on Instagram not too long ago. And um, I asked the people, I said, what's a question that I should be asking these, um, these creatives that I have on the show? And one of the questions, and it was so funny that this question came up, but um because it was a question that was in my notes that I wanted to run by by you and Don. Um I didn't have a chance to run it by Don, so I'm gonna run it by you. For someone who was parenting a creative, mm-hmm. how do you how do you navigate that process with them? Because it because I've never had to parent a creative, um mm-hmm. but it seems like there are parts when you're when you're parenting a creative where there's parts where you have to hold the hand, there's parts where you kinda have to let them go to explore and find mm-hmm. for themselves. Um mm-hmm. so so can you talk to us about that, please? Yeah, sure. And and I gotta I gotta put the
2: disclaimer out there, right? Like mm-hmm. I you know, I am not yet a parent, right? Mm-hmm. So, so here. I, I can't right. So I can't say that like I got the expert parent advice. Yeah. Um but but I have but I have been blessed to really be uh, a mentor, as you mentioned early, to 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 many many creatives, right? Yes, sir. Um, and also, I can just speak from the experience of as a creative, I've been parented, right? And, wow. and I know what was and I and I know what 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 was done well for me, right? Yeah. Um, so so my grandmother who raised me, I think she did an incredible job at one, like we talked about before, instilling that self belief, right? Yes, I sir. think that's vitally important, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta know who you are. You gotta know that everything is possible. Um, And then you kind of spoke to this, but I just want to double down on it. It's like, there is such an important thing in us as creators of of being people who experience the world by exploring, right? Mm. So like, you can't, you can't be that kind of helicopter parent who wants to make all the decisions on behalf of your kid and say, Oh, I'm so fearful of the world that I feel like I got to overprotect them. Like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, all you really can do is instill the values right that yes, that sir. you know are important, but you gotta allow them to go bump their head if they go bump their yeah. head, right? Yeah. Because as as creatives, again, it's like we we don't we not the kind of people that's like yo, um, we just gonna follow the rules and like yeah. I know it's wrong. It's like no, like sometimes you gotta go out there and realize why the rules exist, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know. So yeah. I think it is this. Beautiful balance of like, yo, empower them and give them the value set, but create again the environment for them until wow. they design it for themselves. Create the environment for them to be able to nurture their creativity to go explore the world, right? With with a certain level of, of safety, um, but then but then just trust. Wow, you 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 have to trust them, yeah. and I think that there's um there's something so powerful about. Expecting greatness out of a creative. Wow. Right. Uh, I think I think creatives specifically all humans, but specifically creatives, they they tend to rise to the level of the expectation for them. Wow. Right. And what I mean and what I mean by that is in school sometimes, like if you got a teacher who who don't really feel like you're gonna amount to much, then you might not actually amount to nothing because you're like, Yo, nobody expected me to get a hundred, nobody expected me to be Valley Victorian. That's not in the cards for yeah. me but if the expectation is high yo you you are capable of of getting all A's you are capable of this or that we there's something in us that calls the best out of us when we know that there's people who hold us high right so yes sir hold your kids hold your kids high you know trust them right and yeah. allow them to trust themselves and also just make sure that that again they they know what they're yeah. capable of and and please let them make mistakes. <laughs> wow. Cuz right cuz and I'll just say this and I don't know I'm I'm, I'm kind of getting long-winded here but no, your importance of okay I think the importance of letting creatives be free to make mistakes is all of creativity for real for real comes down to psychological safety. Right? If 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 you're not feeling safe enough to be like like Freestyling. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I love I love rap. Right. Yeah. If, yeah. If you that bull who's scared to freestyle because you don't know if it's going to come out perfect or not, then you're not going to do it. Wow. It comes down to how safe do you feel right To to go to that canvas? How safe do you feel to potentially not get it right? Yeah. And I think a lot of people think like confidence is based on this idea of like knowing that you're going to get something right or do a good job. But it's not confidence really just comes down to like not being afraid to fail. You know, oh. so it's like, how do you make sure you're nurturing your kids in a way where you know that failure is actually not bad? Like, you better be failing because if you're yeah. not failing, that means you're, you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. You're not trying. You're not challenging yourself. So let let people fail, you know, and create the environment for them to know that that failure is literally a part of the process of success. It's not the opposite. Wow. Of it.
0: Bro, listen, yo, you need to write another book, man. Um, <laughs> you gotta write another book, brother. It's funny. I was talking to, um, uh, uh, a, a, a mentor of mine. I haven't spoke to her in a couple years. Um, but she said, um, she challenged me. This was when I was in undergrad and she challenged me and she said, Tommy, she said, you have an obsession with perfection. Mm. And it'll cripple lying, you, Tommy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so she, so she said, um, it's okay to not get it perfect it's okay to fail it's okay to make those mistakes you know so yeah. bro wow that is amazing
2: bro, bro we we literally have a, a value at rec and it's really helped us get where we are um we tell our team literally in hiring and at every town hall uh one of the values of of ours is um yo make more mistakes Wow. just never the same one just never the wow. same ones yes sir yes sir right so, yeah. so we really live by that because it's like, yo, what we're building is new. So the idea that we're going to build something innovative and revolutionary and we're not ever going to get nothing wrong is a farce, right? Wow. Even Even Steph Curry misses shots, bro. So it's like- Come
0: on. Yeah. I, you know, but it's yeah. like, bro.
2: You know, so so yeah, man, I just think that's so vitally important. Um, And, and look, I'm going to say this too. One of the things that I'm actually challenging myself to do, because I mm-hmm. am someone who used to- Lean into that perfectionism. Yeah. I am, you know, someone who you know used to care a lot about what people think about me and all that. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. Specific, specifically, I started uh, a new show. I just started a few weeks ago. I call it Morning Coffee, and it's a live stream show. Uh, oh. And one of the things I love about it, I do it every Friday morning, nine thirty uh, a.m. ET. Um, I do it live because it doesn't give me a chance to try to polish it up and make it perfect. Wow. It's, we just show up and what, what you get is what you gonna get. And I needed that challenge for me because I'm the person who wanted to make the content so perfect. If it ain't it don't hit the way I want it to hit, I'm not gonna put it out, right? Yeah. That's that's really just me holding back. Like if I trust myself and I trust God, bro, like whatever I give in that moment is what I had to give and that's gonna be enough. And yes, I just sir. think too often we don't we don't allow ourselves that grace. So Wow. Yeah, man. I'm 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 living these 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 lessons I'm sharing with you in real time, bro.
0: Amen. That's beautiful. And the thing that I think that uh, to your point as well, um, that I think that a lot of creatives struggle with is grace. Really that concept of grace is being kind to ourselves and giving ourselves enough Mm -hmm. grace for the fault, for the failure and for the opportunity to learn. Wow. Grace. Mm -hmm. Wow. Bro. Thank you so much. Will Listen, where can what do you have coming up and where can people connect yeah. with you
2: well listen first first i just want to say um one i've just really appreciated this conversation yes, uh sir. you know we, we didn't speak too much specifically about uh, my work with rec so i want to challenge everyone um to just lean in you know mm-hmm. uh at rec philly on instagram mm-hmm. rec you know dot com you know we're really building what i believe is the future of creativity um, yes, so sir. anyone who's a creator They've ever felt like, yo, I'm dope, but I don't got the resources or, you know, I'm, I have talent, but I don't know how to monetize or mm-hmm. I'm, I just need opportunity. We've really built a world for creators. Um, so if you're in the Philadelphia region, check out Rec. Um, and if you're not, we coming to you soon. So you hey. know, tune in with the journey. Um, and then the second thing that I'm, I'm working on specifically right now, uh, as I just mentioned, is that new show. Um, I'm really excited about excited about it. Uh, It's called Morning Coffee, and it's really a time that we get to just talk all things creative entrepreneurship. So if if you've been blessed by some of the things I've been saying, the perspective I'm given, um, and you're creative on the journey, tap in with us. You know, you'll get to be amongst other creative entrepreneurs. We're all learning and growing together. Uh, And again, that's every Friday morning at 930 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, And follow me on the gram. You know, I always be doing cool fly stuff. So and that's uh, at At the Will Toms, T-H-E, Will, last name is Toms, T-O-M-S.
0: Bro, thank you so much. And I'm going to have to second that. Please follow this, brother. Follow Don Christian, too. And please follow Will Toms, y'all, if y'all haven't already. Because the gems that they both be dropping, it's just kind of, I said it. Well, dude, Get, the the God God right. God. Get the sound effect right. Get the sound hey. oh effect. And I'm and
2: I'm still eating this poke bowl. Hey. Hey. Yes,
0: come on, man, we almost done. Almost done, it. bro. Yo, that's that's <laughs> a word. He dropped, he dropped them gems. Gym nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you yo, will. Funny, yo. Thank you so much, bro. We have to have you back on, man. We're, and let's stay connected, bro.
2: Let's do it, bro, man. Anytime you need me, bro. I, I really have been blessed by this conversation, bro. So you, you give me the word. I'd be happy to come back on and send me the send me the video of this, bro. I gotta clip this up and share it with my folks too, cause I got you, got you.
0: It, bro. I got you. I got you. Yes, sir. Much Every, love to y'all. Much love to you too, man. Everybody, that was Will Toms. Will Tom's. please stay tuned beautiful people thank you so much for hanging in there with us on the tommy talk show that will be our show for today uh you heard from don christian jones you heard from will toms they left you their social media handles and their websites make sure you go visit go support they're doing amazing work um also while i'm at it i need to give one of my homies a shout out steven taylor from the ubuntu um fine art gallery located In uh, Germantown You can find them on 5423 Germantown Avenue Um, It's a great art gallery Make sure you go check them out don't forget that this is recorded at the Combos Lounge with our one and only producer, Keith Pelzer. And it's also in collaboration with the Culture Talk Show. And we are on the P3 Christian Radio Show. And you can catch this show every Saturday at 2.30 p.m., 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on iHeartRadio Radio and or uh, the P3 Christian Radio app. Thank you so much. Love you. Talk to you soon. Peace.